Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Peya Daf Yud Aleph. We are starting Yud Amud Beis on the bottom with a brand new halacha. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarabasib Yaakov Maisha Hernish Shama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us Noisdin Peya Mitchilas Asada Umeamza. A person can leave Peya from the beginning of the field or from the middle of the field, even though the word Peya literally means corner or edge. A person doesn't have to wait till he harvests the entire field to literally leave the end of his field for Peya. He can even leave the beginning or middle of the field as Peya. That's considered a 100% Peya and has all the dinu of attached to it. Now, Rabbi Shimon says, kashir. As long as at the end of the field, he leaves like the shear. And the Gemara is going to discuss what Rabbi Shimon means. Yud Alpha and Alpha on top, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda says, Im echad, If he left over one stalk at the end, then he can rely on that as payah. However, if not, he can only give it as hefker. The vase should really be changed for a fe as an hefker. Whatever he left over is just treated like hefker. Now, what's Rabbi Huda saying? So Rabbi Huda is telling us that if you want to leave payah from the beginning or the middle of the field, no problem. But you have to leave over at least one stalk all the way at the end of the field. Then everything else you left is considered payah. However, if you left only from the beginning or middle of the field and nothing at the end of the field, whatever you left at the beginning or middle of the field can only be treated as hefker, but not actually as payah. Nothing more clarifies the Mishnah. One can leave payah from the beginning of the field or from the middle. How do we know this? Rabbi Yesi says, The Pasuk tells us, Now we quoted this Pasuk at the beginning of the Mishnah. This is the pasuk that talks about peya. The pasuk is of a kutzerchem skatzir artzchem loisachala paas sadchaliktar. When you harvest your field, don't be machala the pay of the field. Don't completely cut it. So now we say matam liktar. Why does the pasuk have to repeat itself by saying liktar? We already know we're talking about harvesting a field. So why say loisachala paas liktar? Ella, that teaches us afilu yesh liktar. Even if he has a lot more to harvest, that still could be considered peya. In other words, we read the pasuk like this: of a kutzerchem skatzir artzchem. When you harvest your land, you can leave over payah even though you have a lot liktzar, a lot more to cut, that beginning or middle of your field can still be considered a payah. Rabbi Yannis says, a slightly different drasha. Why do we have to repeat the word liktzar? This repetition of the word of kutzuchem and liktzar in the Pasuk is simply telling us that you could either leave payah from the beginning or from the end of the field. Now, a totally different drasha. Rabbi Yassi says, Rabbi Yannis says, Rabbi Yannis why does the Pasuk repeat itself by saying Lektar? One is telling us that there's a Chiv of Peah for Gavaya, for Hashem, for the Beis HaMikdash, and one is talking about there's a Chiv of Peah for a Hedyat, for a regular person. Now we know that if Hektish actually owns a field and it's being harvested, Peah does not need to be left, so this is referring to the Ketzirah HaOimer. We know that on the second day of Pesach, the carbon Oimer is brought, it's a carbon of barley, and what the Pasuk is telling us is that when the Beis HaMikdash treasury pays a farmer to harvest his barley for the carbon Oimer, that field of barley which is being harvested needs to have payah left over. Whenever you done by your review, then ask the following question. Isn't money of hektish only mischalal on something which is detached? Perhaps you want to say that it's mischalal even on something which is attached to the ground? Now, what's you done asking? So when hektish pays for something, the money used, which has kedusha at the time of purchase, becomes mechulal, it becomes desanctified when the transaction's made. Therefore, when the barley for the omer is purchased, the kedusha of the money gets transferred to the barley. However, it only gets transferred onto the barley once it's detached, once it's talosh. It's not transferred onto the barley while it's still mechubber attached to the ground. So of course this field is chayv and peyo. It still 
has a din of chulin because the kedusha of the money is not going to be mischalal onto the barley until it's detached from the ground. So why do we have a pasuk to tell us that the field that the carbon omer is coming from has to have pay left over? It's obvious it needs pay left over. So Rab Chanino he answers shaloi toymar so that people don't say hektish that something being harvested for hektish should be treated just like something that's being harvested for hediyot. In other words, even though the field is not hektish, however, still people might say, look, this barley is being harvested for the carbon oimer. It's being harvested for hektish. How could we treat a harvest for hektish the same way that we treat a harvest for a hediyot? And therefore, this field is not chayv in peah. And since we don't want people to say that, we need to have this extra word in the pasuk of Liktsar to tell us that this field is chayv in peah. Moving on to your alpha base on top, continuing to explain the Mishnah, Rav Shimon Oimer V'chulu. Rav Shimon our Mishnah made this statement that if a person is going to leave peah from the beginning or the middle of the field, that's okay. What's the status of this first grain that he left over? In other words, when Reb Shimon says that we have to leave over the end of the field, Kashir, is he arguing with the Tanakama and saying that the only place pay is allowed to be left is the end of the field? Or is he saying that no, pay is allowed to be left from the beginning or middle of the field, but it's not considered payah until the end of the field also has payah left from it? So the Gemara answers, from that which you learned in the following Brisa, Reb Shimon says, this is considered payah, but he has to leave over from the end of the field, the proper shear, so Ada Amra, Kachim Shum Peah. That teaches us that that which was left at the beginning or the middle of the field is Kaddish because of Peah, but again, that's only because the end of the field as well had Peah left from it. Now we continue clarifying Shitas Reb Shimon, Mahu, Kishir Kol Sodeu, a Kishir HaMishtayer. When we say that he has to leave over Peah from the end of the field, Kishir, doesn't mean like the shear of his entire field, meaning he has to leave over a full 60th of his entire field, or does he just have to leave over the shear of whatever's left? Meaning he already left over, let's say, a 60th from the beginning of his field. So now his field is one 60th smaller, so perhaps he only has to leave over over a shear of a 60th of the remaining part of the field, not including the first part that he had left over as payah. So the Gemara answers by way of asking a question, If is it possible to say that that first part of the field that he left over has the kedusha of payah, it's considered payah, and you're going to say that when he leaves over the end of the field, it has to be the shear of his entire field, meaning a full 1 60th of his entire field? How does that make sense? The first part that he left over was already considered payah, and so therefore, El you're right, when we say that he has to leave over Peah, Kashir, it means the shear of the remainder of the field, not counting the part of the field that he had already left over as Peah. Now we move on to asking Nishitas Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah had said that a person could leave Peah over from the beginning or the middle of the field. However, he has to at least have one Kelach, one stalk, which is left over at the end of the field. And only then, whatever he left over at the beginning or middle of the field is considered Peah. So now we have Machlaikas. Rabbi Chia says, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, That last stalk has to be a Attached to the ground, whereas Rabbi Yasa says B'shem Rabbi Yechanan betalosh, it's allowed to be detached from the ground. So now we ask in Rabbi Yasa's shita, Ma, what did Rabbi Yasa mean to say? Meschavon lifter asadeu oiloi. Is Rabbi Yasa saying as halacha in regards to when a person wants to potter his field or not? Meaning, let's say he left over all the pay that he needed at the beginning of the field minus one stalk, so he still wasn't yotzei his chiv of pay yet, and that means that this last stalk that he's leaving over at the end of the field is pottering his field from payah. Is that where Rabbi Yasa is saying that it's okay? to leave it talosh detached, 
or not, meaning perhaps Rabbi Yossi is saying that even if he left over the full shear of payah at the beginning of his field, and the only reason why he's leaving over this stock is because Rabbi Yehuda says that he has to leave over this stock, so that stock is allowed to be detached. So Gemara Yudbei Zaman Alpha top answers Nishmi Yinu and Adal. Let's learn from the following: Dam Rabbi Yossi b'Shem Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yossi had said the name Rabbi Yechanan. The Lo'elam who Ma'aseh v'Haylech. He's always able to add on, meaning Min Hatalosh. He's always able to take stuff that's detached and add it on. Now this lashon of Lo'elam who Ma'aseh v'Haylech is mashma that he was. Ready Yitzchak's chiv of peah, and now he's being meisif. He's adding on to that. So now the Gemara explains our previous memra. Manan kaimin. What are we dealing with in the previous memra? If you're going to say that Rabbi Yossi is telling us that when he's leaving over that last stock of talush, it's discussing a case where he's trying to potter his field, meaning he hasn't given all of his pay yet, and he needs that last stock to complete his chiv. Well, that can't be because kvar niftera. He was ready Yitzchak's chiv. Meaning, in this new memra from Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rabbi Yechanan, where he says lo'olim hu ma'isa v'haylech, as we had said, the lo'olim hu ma'isa v'haylech is mashma that he was ready yaitzi chiv, and now he's adding on to it. So the Gemara says, right, elakinan kaimin. What are we dealing with in Rabbi Yossi's previous memra? B'she'enu v'schavon leftar sadeu. He's not trying to patter his field, and he's just trying to be yaitzi zan. What Rabbi Yehuda said that you have to leave over this kelach, this stock, and Rabbi Yossi is saying over there that's allowed to be betalish, it's allowed to be detached. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a brand new halacha. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.